Hey everyone, welcome to Waking Ways. It's me, Pearl. And it's Stacy. All right, so let's have some tea. Tea time. We have our Patreon Amir. He's still in our <laughs> He's still in our cups family. We're gonna talk to him and see if he wants to upgrade. Go from a medium to a large. So we also have um Stacy's treasure chest. That's going to be a little segment that Stacy is going to have. And what she's going to do is discuss a item of the day. <clears throat> of the week? Yeah, an item of the week. And it will be anything from crystals, gemstones, stones, feathers, auras, any little magical thing that we decide to discuss. And throw at me. <gasps> Sounds like fun. Fun, fun. Well, at least we'll learn. This week, we also have a lot going on. We got the time change that happened over the weekend where we spring forward. An hour. And we also have a full moon in the next day or two. And this weekend is going to be a Friday the 13th. With that being said, (laughs) I'm going to be doing free readings. I'm going to go on Facebook Live that day. Wow. Yes, on Wiccan Ways page. So make sure you find it and like it and follow it. Yes, we will, won't we, people? Yes. And I'm going to do... 13 free readings. Read me. I read you today. Uh, read me again. Things change. All right. If anyone wants to know a couple of things here, um, how we record is we actually record through Anchor. I'm at my house while my sister is at her house. It's sort of, hey. yeah, it's sort of like a little Skype thing, but it's recording. And yes, this is legal. Are you thirsty? I am a little bit. (laughs) And no, I'm not drinking tea. Well, no, we know you're drinking soda. You heard the carbonation. (laughs) (laughs) It's a very good sensitivity, guys. So if you are ever interested in having your own podcast and there's someone that you want to record with, but they don't live near you, this is a great opportunity to look into Anchor. And so you can record from the comforts of your own home and have That's cool. and have your own show. So, I mean, you can't argue with that, of course. Because you're saving gas, which helps the environment. Yeah. In your pocket. I was supposed to record over there today, but she just can't sit still for more than five minutes when people's there. Well, when there's things to do, there's things to do. Yeah, so we like recording at night where there's no distractions. Yes, when the kids are in bed asleep. All right, so let's see. I'm going to do 13 free readings on Friday the 13th, and I am going to start that at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you live on the other side of the world, I have no clue what time that will be for you. Set an alarm. Different times. You'll probably be sleeping. So set an alarm no. and wake up. 
I'm thinking it's going to be like... probably be awake. No, it's going to be like 4 or 6 o'clock in the morning over there. It depends, because isn't like... England have has a different time than China, and then you got China that may have a different well, time Well, I don't have then. any listeners in China right now. We have listeners in um, Australia. We have listeners in England. See, Australia. Ireland, there Sweden. New Year's. Sweden, hey. Um, we have... Hey. Do you have any Hollanders? Hollanders? People from Holland. Dutch. Dutch? Because we have Dutch in us. We have ancestors. I don't have any Dutch. We have German. We have one German. Well, that's still in us. Somewhere, yes, we way have, down the line. Yeah, I do wanted to talk about this, which I'm really glad you're talking about this because it's a perfect opportunity. Um, a little bit about our ancestry because we are gonna this episode, guys, is gonna be leprechauns and fairies. So I love these, and um, we are Irish. Um, we're Part. mostly we're mostly Irish according to my DNA. That's her DNA, not my DNA. We have the same mother and father. Yes, we do, but you have different. Yes, that. it is true that I could pick up different strands. That's why we look different. My, yeah, and my hereditary than you did. Yes. You know, than what you would, you know, because even though we have the same mom and dad, but that we still have different chemical makeup. Yep, that's what makes our eye colors different, hair colors different, just okay. like with every other siblings. Mm-hmm. Even twins. <clears throat> that are not identical. Even identical twins, they don't have the same exact DNA tracing. I watch that stuff. It's really fascinating. Uh, yeah. Okay, it's too but confusing yeah. for me. All right, so I'm going to talk about my DNA real quick. Oh, we Lord. Have, we have okay. some just, dis- all right. Now, let's, no, actually, before I get to my fat, I should have printed out my little ancestry chart if you just told me. I know, but instead. Oh, she I'm surprises so- me a lot, y'all. I'm so sorry. I, I go off script. It's more she interesting. She really surprised <laughs> and throws things at me. Yeah. Um. So, our dad, he said that he had a grandmother that was Indian. Is that right? Part Indian, because there is an issue with that. So, uh, what is the issue? Well, not the issue. I'm, I'm not sure the right wording. But our grandmother... Uh. Dad's mom? Yes. Um, Comes from an Irish family, predominantly. But, supposedly, her sister, which would be our great-grandmother, is listed under some of these censuses that the United States censuses take every 10 years as Indian. Her sister? Our grandmother's sister, which would be our great-aunt. Correct. Um, how that came about, do not know. If it's true, do not know. There supposedly has the same parents, do not know. I wasn't there during that time. But supposedly full-blooded sisters uh, of the sisters claim to be Indian on the United States Census. Which I know some have done that when they were actually mixed race, mixed. Races due to prejudice. 
But you would think with the way this country's history is, she would have chose Caucasian white. I think they called it white. Um, versus Indian, but I don't know. I actually need to look into that on the records that I have collected. Hmm. So that would be our great aunt. Yeah, and so there's um. So whenever I took my twenty three and me DNA kit. It said that I was like 53% Irish and English. But it didn't separate those two at all? No. It just combined them two? Yeah. Well, they were kind of broken up, but not really. (laughs) I know. It's like, oh, you have people from this area and this area and this area. Then there's 25% of... German and French. I bet a lot of that is French. Probably. I say a good, good majority because I only found one full-blooded German who married who was down the line as well. French? We got some Frenchies. Mm-hmm. And there's... that is on our mother's side. And then there's 25 percent well about 20 like i don't know it's like i don't know the exact numbers but there's like 20 something percent of um scandinavian that might be the dutch holland which well, is also on the map where at and it's up there and um near iceland near sweden and that's probably because during those time frames, the Viking era, they came through and then they slept with a lot of women and they spread their seed in that way. So that's why. Spread their seed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They spread their seed that way. <laughs> and that's how a lot of, you know, Scandinavian is in us too. So, well, But I would definitely say... Because to be honest, I don't know. Okay, so with that being said, with a little bit about our heritage, Mm -hmm. um, I have some... Let us know some of yours, for one, just out of curiosity. What? Let us know some of your heritage that you know of. It could be grandparents, great-grandparents. It could be 20 times, if you know that. I wish I did. Uh, some of your heritage. If I can pronounce it properly. Heritage. Just, we'd like to know. Since we're sharing ours, share yours. No, it's not show me yours. But share. Yeah, and um, so with that whole... Indian thing is questionable. Um, now you're, um, I mean, guys, we had looked no, nothing like Native Americans at all. Uh, if y'all seen us on Facebook, you you know, <laughs> we we really do kind of just look like some regular ass white people, you know. But we're not. No, no one's actually a full blooded or something. We all got a little something. something. Oh, and I also have a point zero percent that is unassigned, which means unassigned, which means. I'm alien. 
Oh my gosh, we ain't going. So, did you know leprechauns? Let's talk a little about leprechauns. Leprechauns were all right. Do you want to talk about St. Patrick's Day or leprechauns or fairies? I say leprechaun because St. Patrick's Day is a lot of people has taken that into a whole different direction of drinking, constant drinking. I do not believe it's a day of drinking. No, I actually Googled what St. Patrick's Day is, and I was really surprised. Mm-hmm. Who St. Patrick is? Well, I knew there was a St. Patrick, but I didn't know what the story behind it. Okay, well, let's start with the story. All right, so there was a guy named St. Patrick. He ended up, well, he wasn't a saint at first. He was a Scottish man. And he was Scottish, isn't that something? Yeah, he was Scottish. Um, I'm not reading off of the internet right now. I'm just going by memory. So if it's wrong, I'm sorry. You can Google that shit yourself, and you you, you can know too. <laughs> but yeah, we're not saying just, we're an educated. Yeah, we're not. I already made plenty of disclaimers. We are not historics or anything like that. And FYI, um, people, I didn't look up St. Patrick's. I just looked up leprechauns. Yeah. Um, so St. Patrick, he ended up being kidnapped or enslaved and he was working for several years with the Irish and then he eventually escaped and he went back to his homeland in Scotland and he ended up becoming a priest. So he was out to spread the word of God's love and, you know, the word of God. And he went to Ireland to try to convert them as well. And in the process of him explaining everything to them, because he studied them, he knew how they were, their culture, you know what I mean? Yes. He bonded with these people. So he used a shamrock with the three clovers on it as a representation of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit tranquility symbol and the Irish loved him so much and they honored him whenever he died on March 17th and they called it St. Patrick's Day that's pretty cool yeah now leprechauns these little guys are shoesmiths basically aren't they yes they are they are known um they're known for several things, but yes, that is one of the things they're known to be repair and work on shoes and create and shoes. what is the folklore tale of that? Um, just give me one moment because I was looking at some other stuff that I found interesting. So, uh, one of the folklores, leprechauns are often, uh, referred to as being little bearded men who wear yeah. clothing such as coat and a hat and usually are dressed in all green and having ginger hair and beards. Mm-hmm. They're very mischievous <clears throat> and have a tricky nature. Also now, they tend to be solitary. Yes. And they spend much of their time, of course, repairing shoes. And causing mischief. Yeah, mischievous. Yep. And 
They they like to pull little little dirty tricks. Yeah, they're little sneaky fun. Have you ever heard of pranksters? Little rascals. Um, I don't know anybody recently. Um, so he is. They are mythical origins in Ireland. Um, they also have a pot of gold hitting at the end of a rainbow. Now let's talk about that real quick. A rainbow. Did you know that there is no end to a rainbow? No, I did not. Yeah, it's a complete circle. Oh. Mm. That's why they say you'll find the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Because you're always well, going there is no end. <laughs> That's a good one. I like yeah. that. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. It's just like um, there's like a a very good picture or or a Google video or something. I think it's a YouTube video where it shows a rainbow and he's like in a canyon, a canyon, and it has like the space so where you can actually see it go into a complete round circle. So that was just always fascinating to me that there really is no end of a rainbow. Even though it looks yeah. like it, you know, like when you're driving. So you're like, oh, if there's it, no there's end, a, there's... is there really a beginning? Because Correct. you got two ends. So you don't know There is one's... no end and there is no beginning. And that is called knowledge. And that's priceless. <laughs> that's the gold, baby. <laughs> okay. But let me ask you a question. What are they also famous for being? There's forgotten is very important. What leprechauns? Oh yes, duh. Yeah. So it is said that yeah, it is said that if you wear green, you are invisible to a leprechaun. <gasps> I didn't read that part. That's cool. Yep. And if he sees that you are not wearing green, he's able to see you, and he pinches you. So letting him know, letting you know that he sees you. And you can also out trick. Well, okay. So if a leprechaun were to knock on your door and says, hey, I'm here to fix some shoes. May I have a shoe to fix? And you refuse that service to him. That leprechaun will get you back. Do you know what that tale is about, sis? No. Tell us. Oh, you haven't heard that? No. Go ahead. Tell us. Well, I'm nervous now. You got me on the spot. Duh. You do it to me all the time. Get it? <laughs> a company in Ireland, Cooley Distillery, revealed a poll that they did online and that currently one-third of the Irish people believe that leprechauns actually existed. Yes, and they still do believe that they exist. And then 55% believe that maybe they did at one time and not too far in the past, semi-recently existed. So the ones who, there's some that believe they still exist. Some believe that they used to almost like extinct. I I don't like using that word because that's a devastating word if you really think about it. But they've recently existed, and then some, you know, a few believe they did not. And do you know that they also have 
and National Leprechaun Hunt, which takes place mm-hmm. every year in the county. I cannot pronounce this. So L-O-U-T-H, Loth, in aid of Our Lady's Children Hospital in Kremlin and other local charities. So that's pretty cool. That sounds like a lot of fun, to be honest. And that that is kind of fun. Leprechauns. I wouldn't mind it. Um, they are very, they're known to be very musically gifted. Where they can play a variety of <clears throat> instruments such as a fiddle, harp, and a tin whistle. So that was pretty cool. Okay, so I found it. Okay, so you are also when a leprechaun knocks on your door and you have a shoe for him to mend you need to pay him in a coin and then he stores it in his treasure at the end of the rainbow but if you do not have any shoes that need to be repaired leprechaun do not take too well of getting what they want so if you say no when one came a knocking he will curse you <gasps> the most frequent like curses involve like put a curse like he would put a curse on you like oh, a hex gosh. I'd rather him just go ahead and cuss me out. I'm used to that. So he would curse you. He would frequently curses involved spoiled Ugh. milk or cursing your child so that he or she can only speak ah! backwards. Is that where pig Latin come from? But, but whatever the curse, it is never a pleasant one. So it is best not to have a shoe that needs mending just in case a leprechaun knocks well, on your one door. One knocks on your door for one, and you answer it, <clears throat> you got more balls than I do. But for two, you better go get, grab a shoe somewhere and get a knife and like cut it or something. Take it to him. So with all that is said and done, when the humans, they're the ones that were needing some help the most. You can imagine what those little leprechauns will have quite a stash of gold coins of their end at the rainbows, right? Mm-hmm. So gold that for many humans is a very tempting treasure. Although leprechaun's gold is all too well hidden for the human to find, you will need help from the leprechaun himself. So you would need to catch the leprechaun. That's where all these little leprechaun traps that kids do and school projects. I remember my kids doing that. That's cool. So catching a leprechaun is a tricky business. You need to be able to get him and keep him. And him being so small and quick, he can escape very easily. Something you cannot let happen unless you wish to be cursed. So, you can't go with grabbing a leprechaun by his clothing because he'll be too quick and easily sleep away, leaving you speaking backwards or spoiled with milk. Don't. The best way to catch a leprechaun is to grab him tightly around uh-uh. the neck. <laughs> God. I probably don't know. And now that... The only leprechaun I remember is even from the TV commercial from the serial Lucky Charms or the movie Leprechaun, and I ain't touching his neck. And now that you need to be careful here that you won't get him bruised or hurt. So just make sure you have a good grip on him so he can't break free. And once you have a hold of him, he can't get away and you're entitled to one and one wish only. Did you know that? I'm just reading this one thing here. It is at this point. It is at this point that you would wish to find the leprechaun's gold hidden from at the end of the rainbow. 
having a caught the leprechaun, is bound to grant your wish and will lead you to his treasure. Just don't be too surprised when he shows up at your door knocking in an effort to get his gold back. Yes, he does what happened in that movie. And he was a nice. <laughs> but do you know yep. that one county uh, leprechauns are now protected under the EU law? <laughs> well, they seem to, they're small like a fairy. No, I don't think they're supposed to be that small. I think they're supposed to be like around three or four feet. I don't know. That's interesting. I didn't well, see where it it's says. Well, it says you have to grab him by his neck. So you're not going to be able to grab the typical, what you think. You know, of a fairy. Which brings us to what? Fairies. Yeah. So what did you learn about fairies? Um, I did not honestly read it all, but I did find out that a banshee and a leprechaun are considered a type of fairy. I was shocked. <gasps> oh, good gosh. Actually, I'm just reading this now. There are hundreds of different fairies. Some are minute creatures, others are grotesque, some can fly and can appear and disappear at will. Some believe that they were fallen angels. Aw. Some say they're like ghosts and spirits of the dead. Uh, they, they were neither they were they were not good for heaven, but they were not bad enough for hell. So I guess the fairies and purgatories, that's kind of Jacked up. That's really kind of And that the oldest fairies on record and by the historian, uh oh, Jervis uh, Tilbury, G E R V A S E of Tilbury, T I L B U R Y, in the 13th century. Wow. So they found a fairy? Uh, the oldest r record of it. That means somebody talking about a fairy. Um, Was when? Uh, the first one, I guess, written about or documented. Was in the 13th century. And that was in Britain? England. That area. Yeah. England? Um, they are useful huh. ones. They'll do, whoa, brownies and the other hobgoblers. <laughs> hobgoblins, I'm sorry. <laughs> Our oh. guardian fairies. <laughs> wow. Oh, banshees. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're the naughty ones. Okay. I have a different mm -hmm. one that has seven types of fairies. Let's get to that one. Mostly because I printed it bigger so I can see better. All right, types of fairies and their powers. Oh, let's get all through that. Da, 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 da. They are known for their wings, flourishing their wands, and casting spells through them. Um, let's see. Da, 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 da. Types of fairies. Fairies make the best bedtime stories. Yes, we all know that. Okay, in the 1812 edition of Brothers Grimm's Snow White, the evil queen is Snow White's actual mother and not her stepmother. Visualize this. What? Brothers Grimm. That's why Disney had to change that some, huh? Good thing. Visualize this. You are huddled beside the fireplace, watching the wood burn. 
And just as a rocking chair moves, you know your promise of a fantasy world that's going to be fulfilled and soothing voice starts with once upon a time. Ooh. And then that's where all the magic comes from. And that's where uh, Walt Disney. That's where a lot of people get the whole fairy tale or the whole they're little tiny flying cute little creatures. It's mostly from Disney. Um, there are other concepts of fairy and every country there are concepts of fairy. Is this in every country of the world? There are they're even in the Greek mythology. But they're known mostly as let me see, oh. mythology. I cannot pronounce this word, y'all. I'm sorry. C L U R I C A U N S. Just try. Okay. Or I leprechauns can't do it from Ireland. Spelling. Two elves, pixies, virgins from England. Chin Chin Kobokmaka from Japan. They're all uh, mythical creatures. They're glorified in stories and they carry an element of mystery. So. Wow, yeah, we should definitely come back and talk more about these fairies. What do you think, Sis? I agree, and a lot of the myths about them, too. I mean, we know there's not 100% positive that these do exist, but you do have people who believe in Tinkerbell or in the character, the Leprechaun and the Leprechaun movies, so I think we ought to do a lot. Yeah, I agree. And um, we might come out with something called Celtic Ways as well. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. And just like little, little mini series, I guess you can say. We can just slot it under that category, you know? Works for me. And the same thing with other things as well. Um, I'm thinking of... um, Viking ways as well. I like okay. It. Yeah, because um, I'm liking to learn a little bit about that. And so just for any of our listeners out there who do practice, those have some of those. And there's other things that I might discover in, along this journey. And I will bring that into my little pod. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> All right, yeah, so you want to go ahead and uh, do the shooting stars now? Yes, let's go ahead. Move it on. Move it on up. This is going to be, so their company is called Shammer Soaps. I got this as a gift um, over the holidays, and... You put it in your shower, and it's a little shower steamer, and it's made out of lavender and menthol. And you don't put it in the water. You just stick it, like, on the little shelf or your little nook you have in your shower where water is not dripping on it directly. So, like, your little soap dish or something like that. Right. Yeah. So, you just stick it there and let the steam evaporate it into the air. That's the idea of it. So I gave my sister one so she could try it and so she could review it. Yes, you did. So what do you think? Um, at first it threw me off because I am not a lavender scent type person. Um, but after 
you know, it was dawning on me what it was because I don't, I knew it was none of my soap. I knew it was not the shampoo. It actually smelled good. It it really did. And it yeah, did, it did smell good. And it seemed to, you know, when you enjoy something like the scent, it automatically relaxes you because it is something that you enjoy. And then the water, I don't know. It, 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 it was a good shower. I'll put it that way. It was a really good shower. Yeah, it was something different. I, I would like to use things like this during my full moon rituals. Yeah. Uh, so that that was the last time I used it was on my... So, okay, I'll let you go ahead and do your shooting star. How many stars are you going to give it? One or zero through five. Five being the best, of course, right? Correct. Okay, I do have one question about this product, though. Okay. I don't know if you know the answer or not, but are there other scents also? I don't know. I did not research Hmm. a thing on it. Okay. I just wanted to use it as it was given to me. Okay. I know nothing of it. As of what I used, the, the sample that I was given, I would say a four. You give it a four. Only okay. due to, I'm not 100% a lavender type person, but if there was another aroma or smell that I do care for, I would definitely try that one. Just because with a smell that I'm not a fan of, it was still a really, really nice, relaxing shower. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and this one was um, lavender and menthol. So you can definitely get that aroma yeah. in the air. So about it, though, I I had a lot of questions. And so I was kind of confused, you know, kind of like with you. Because um, on the package, um, there's nothing, no fine print on the back, you know. And there's just like a little stamp on the front, you know, and it just tells you the directions. It says directions place in the shower out of the direct spray of the water to allow steamer to release aroma. Do not use in the bathtub. And then it gives you the ingredients. So. Okay. Yes. I would agree there. Um, yes. I'm kind of like, like how long is this thing supposed to last for? You know, is it supposed to be one used shower, for multiple showers? Or, yeah. or is it just the one, you know, because when I used it, I noticed it was still there. Yeah, it's like a bar of soap. It it doesn't all go away, but it got the wetness and the moisture. You could, yeah. Right. So, but it did have that scent, but, you know, I was kind of wanting more out of it, I guess, for it. Uh, It depends on the price, but this could be somebody who just started out also. And I get that because when you're first starting to promote your product, it does cost. Because you're well, yeah. I just kind of wanted to know, like, how long was this thing supposed to last? Is it a one-time use? You know, could it last up to you know ten showers or what? Yes, you know? and if it's safe for septic tanks, which it yeah, should I mean, be because it dissolves. But you you just never know what some people might think of, and maybe like on the back, add like little things, keep out of the reach of children. Yeah. Make sure you do not mm-hmm. ingest because right because if if. You know, this was given to me, but if I was someone, you know, like my mom, who's not so tech savvy, 
you know, she wouldn't go to look it up online to figure out what it is. She will want to look at the package and find all of that information right there at her hands. Or if it's not all organic to where it could be harmful, you might, which I do not have a four-year-old, thank God, minor or older, but a child could get to it, an animal, a pet. Well, you you should use common sense to keep that shit away from you. Well, a lot of things Pets, now are kids and- all organic, and it's okay. But I'm with you. I would have to give it a four as well. All right, let's do our spellcraft and witchcraft of the day. We're going to make a money jar, and we're going to do a money spell. As you're combining all of these items into your jar, light a green candle, and say the following. One coin here, another coin there. Prosperity is everywhere. I need some wealth, financial health. Just send me my share. And you will repeat that three times. Make sure you are stuffing these items as you're saying this. You're going to need some bay leaves, some dimes, some change, some nickels, pennies, quarters, you know, whatever's. Um, a cinnamon stick, a dollar bill. You can use some chamomile, Himalayan salt, and some peppermint oil. Put all those together. Then you're going to seal your bottle with your candle wax from your spell candle. And then you're going to place your bottle outside under a full moon night. Bring it in after a couple of hours. Put it on your altar for a whole month and then on the next full moon place it out again for two hours and then bring it back in and then you should have some cash flow your way all right everyone thank you for listening to Waken ways it's me pearl signing out this mug and this is stacy saying catch you laters bless be bye